Welcome to the Unite DFW podcast. Conversations with people like you who are contributing to the greater good. Their stories will inform and equip you to join in because if we all do our part, everyone will flourish. Hello, everyone, and thanks for being with us again. Um, I'm Rebecca Walls, Unite's Executive Director, and I have someone with me today that I'm really excited to introduce you to more fully. Uh, Jonathan, you helped us set the stage for this podcast in the introduction episode, but we want to find out more about you. So thanks for being with me again today. Thank you for having me on again. Of course. So I'm excited to tell your story but I don't even know exactly where to begin. Um, we might begin with the fact that you're my son, just to get that out of the way. Uh, but I'll leave it up to you, kind of how far back in your story you want to go to kind of set it up today. I think if, if I was picking a starting point, it'd probably be um, when I was in college and when I kind of started to have a plan for, for where I wanted to take my life. I was in school at, at Texas A&M and I had been planning on pursuing a, a, a degree in psychology and, and becoming a counselor. Um, but towards the end of my time in school, I felt God kind of calling me to consider what vocational ministry would like, would look like. And um, a lot of my thought process behind that was, you know, I wanted to reach people and I wanted to help people through counseling, but I wasn't sure how much I would be able to share my faith in that. I knew that there were certain restrictions that are placed on kind of what verbiage you can use in your practice, depending on uh, which counseling practices you're a part of. So, so after I graduated, uh, I, I took some time to pursue a program as part of our church here in Richardson, where I did a residency that included uh, basically some, some kind of pre-vocational ministry training. At the same time, COVID rolled in and kind of interrupted the, uh, the normal ebb and flow of everything, <laughs> but specifically my kind of weekly rhythms. And, and that's also when I started working part-time for Unite. So during the time where I was working for Unite and, and working for the church, um, I was trying to pursue what I thought God wanted me to do with my life. Um, and I didn't know exactly what that was, but through my experiences, both at the church and at Unite, God revealed to me over time that we have an opportunity to, to do ministry wherever we are and in whatever we do, even specifically through our jobs. Uh, and that having a, a kingdom mindset means being Jesus to people wherever you are and, and whatever you're doing. So after they kind of released us from the residency, um, there wasn't even necessarily a, a push towards us going into vocational ministry. It wasn't necessarily, we weren't pressured to follow up the residency by, by pursuing that. Mm -hmm. um, they instead kind of released us out into whatever was next for us, which they said was, was up to us and up to God and, and how he had equipped us up until then. Uh, and that's when I started working full-time for Unite, which gave me an opportunity to 
pursue a lot of experience and face some challenges uh, that, that we have been working through organizationally that uh, I would not have expected would be uh, something I'd be interested in. But mm-hmm. I have gotten a lot of really great experience while, I, while I've been here and I've, I've gotten to expand that kind of philosophy of what it means to be a, a, a kingdom participant and a kingdom builder in my work and outside of my work. Jonathan, before you keep going, I wanna clarify that it wasn't that the residency helped you choose Unite as your career path. At that point, you were already working for Unite. You wanna explain kind of where you thought you were headed um, at that point. So it's it's the summer now, almost exactly a year ago. Um, you didn't really, at that point, you weren't planning on staying with Unite, right? Right. Yeah. Um, I had considered uh, moving into a different sector. Um, I was considering business. I was also considering whether I should work for uh, a church and specifically my church. But I really felt God pulling me back towards Unite. Um, I had started full time during the summer. So I'd gotten an opportunity to do that for a few months before I was planning on stepping away in the fall. And God kind of just, like I said, kind of expanded this philosophy or renewed my vision and my passion for this work. And and the idea of uh, really kingdom building is kind of the central idea um, of just being Jesus to people by by loving them and by sharing him with them and, and by taking care of their needs. And so through that experience, through God almost kind of supernaturally intervening in my life, I decided to to stay and, and work here for uh, a longer period of time so that I could figure out further uh, how to kind of pursue that vision that he had given me through our work here. Yeah, that's great. So I agree, kind of going back to something you were saying about the different experiences you've had and different things that you have experimented with in terms of a role, uh, you have learned a lot. And I would say probably more than I would have ever thought one could learn about (laughs) operations and systems and processes and things like that in such a small organization but I love that you were willing to kind of step out of your comfort zone and try some things that really you didn't even think you would like because you were so relationship oriented. Um, You knew you didn't want to be tied behind a desk all day or anything like that. So um, is there anything you would want to say to people in terms of really stepping out of their comfort zones about what they think about they know about themselves in order to really figure out how God has created them? Yeah, I think there's this idea of self-efficacy, which is something I've been thinking a good bit about recently. And and just the idea that we oftentimes limit ourselves in uh, what we believe that we're able to do. And I would add on to that, what we believe that God can do through us. And, And I believe that when God says, and when Jesus says in the Bible that, you know, you've observed these things that I've done and and you'll be able to do uh, yet even greater things. Um, I believe that that has very real ramifications for 
I'd say our boldness and our, our trust in, in what God can do through us and what God is currently doing in this time on the earth. And so I just encourage anyone listening to really think about the opportunities that you have to be Jesus to people, um, whether it's a need that you see, you know, just someone out on the street who uh, needs some money for food, or whether it's something at work that you have the opportunity to take initiative for, um, you're not sure necessarily whether you have the skill set to address that issue, but it might just take a little bit of boldness for you to be able to step into that and, and potentially learn uh, everything you would need to in order to address that problem. So it could look a number of different ways, but I just want to encourage everybody to to step out in faith and, and to trust in God in um, what he can do through, through you and what he's already doing through you. We have a relationship with him. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that plays out in a lot of different ways. That's awesome. So you sort of breezed by COVID and I have talked to a lot of people over the last couple of years and seen it, seen its disruption on their lives and kind of play out many different ways. But I think there's a lot of people, no matter how they are and what they were doing prior to COVID, a lot of people out there that basically they have an opportunity to look at what they're doing for their career or even what they're doing outside of their career. All of our volunteer opportunities and things like that also got disrupted. Um, so let's let's talk for a minute about someone who is kind of faced with a crossroads or an opportunity to be looking at a crossroads. Do you have anything you learned through your own experience or anybody that you've talked to over the last couple of years that would kind of give people some ways to figure out what direction they should go at this point? First of all, it's a a hard question that every young person has to face and even not young people uh, have to face in terms of uh, direction of your life. Uh, it's 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 a big question and it's something that's, at least for me, a lot of times hard to be confident about. I would say there are a few things that you have working for you already that could help you make a decision in that regard. I would say those things are the circumstances that you're in right now, who you have around you, what you're doing, even your skill set that you already have, how, how God has already equipped you. And then in a similar vein, how you are created, who you are. Uh, how you interact with the world, and then what you believe in and what what you think is worthwhile for your time, mm-hmm. what has value. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think those three things uh, may not land you exactly in the perfect place with your job, with where you live, with the people that you surround yourself with, but it gives you tools to be able to move in yeah. a direction. Um, and to be able to hopefully have a, a compass that would get you closer to a place where, uh, where you're excited about, where you feel like God is working in what you're doing and working through you and where you are 
a part of, of building his kingdom, like I said. That's awesome. So I think, you know, I want to speak to the people out there that have young people in their lives, or really all of us who have people in our lives that have an opportunity to kind of stretch themselves and, and, um, you know, try some new things. Basically, I, I think it's been extremely valuable to watch several young people that we've had on our team or kind of um, around our team over the last few years. It's been very valuable in their lives to kind of get to try things in an environment where there's just a lot of patience and I see value in like, I, I think that's one way that we can help people like it is a ministry in of itself to provide that kind of opportunity to a coworker or an employee and to encourage people around us to do that and to kind of hold their plans loosely and be open to what God has for them. You know what I mean? Like it, that is a ministry opportunity in of itself to yeah. be that mentor or that, that person giving other people opportunities. Absolutely. We have done that. You actually managed our internship program while you're working for us part-time and, and beyond that. Uh, is there anything else you want to say that you have learned through that process, particularly about adult or young adults whose lives were so disrupted from COVID? Cause we didn't really circle back around to that as much young people in particular. Uh, is there anything else you want to say on that? I think I would circle back to a, a concept that we seem to be circulating around. That's just that it's, it's more important to be moving than it is to know that you're moving in the right direction. Now, if you're like, I have no idea what the right direction is, maybe you shouldn't be sprinting, but... Uh, it's more dangerous to be stagnant mm. and try and figure out exactly what the right direction is than it is to be cautiously moving in what you think the general realm of the right direction is. And so, again, just I would challenge young people to be bold in, in what they are trying to pursue, whether that is their job, whether that is uh, what they're doing outside of their job with volunteering or with the relationships that they're pursuing, there are a lot of things that you can't really learn and understand until you are experiencing them. I would say experiential knowledge is just a fundamentally different thing from conceptual knowledge. And so pursue that experiential knowledge, um, whatever that looks like, whatever your goals are for your life. And like I said, whatever you value, um, try and, and get that knowledge. Um, I would say, especially while you're young, uh, cause even from a neurological standpoint, your brain is more receptive to integrating knowledge into the way that you're forming your, uh, your, your worldview and your paradigm for how you, you think through how the world works. So step out in boldness. Um, if there's a, a job that, uh, you think you would enjoy, but um, you're not sure whether it fits exactly squarely into your life plan, how that works. 
if you think it, it could be beneficial for, for you, uh, pursue that. Uh, if there's a, a group that you want to be a part of or an activity that you want to start participating in, um, take some steps to, to start being a part of that group or participating in that activity. That's great, Jonathan. The only thing I would say is I think it's important for all of us, again, no matter what age we are, to be open that that's where we are. Um, I mean, I guess you have to be careful about that if you have a job and you're, <laughs> you're kind of pursuing changing it. I guess what I'm saying is you don't want to go in and demand those kinds of experiences. It's more, you know, in humility, just letting your coworkers or your boss or whatever know that you would love to, to just kind of try some things. Um, I guess that'll vary business to business or organization to organization, how many different opportunities there are, but hopefully people can be creative. And I think the same applies to volunteer opportunities. So one more thing before we go, I'd love to circle back around to what you said about, you know, different ways we can um, be the hands and feet of Jesus out there in the community. You mentioned ministering to the homeless, just different things we can do. And one of the neat things I hope you have found in working with Unite is you've gotten to see the depth of the nonprofit sector that we have here and just the, the quality and the passion and all that. I always really want to encourage people instead of just doing things individually, really there's a whole ecosystem of nonprofits, churches, even businesses, local government that is uh, contributing to the flourishing of our neighbors. Would you want to encourage people to kind of find their place in that in addition to whatever they do kind of individually? Yeah, absolutely. I think that's a, a huge part of what we do at Unite is try and help connect. I mean, that's one of the, the actions in our mission is, is connecting people and we want to help build a more uh, connected ecosystem uh, across different levels, not even just individuals to organizations, but organizations to organizations and um, helping coordinate things on a broader level. So if there is an opportunity uh, for you to get involved, whether you're an individual or whether you're representing an organization um, where you can do that in conjunction and in collaboration with someone else or with another organization, um, I would say that always leads to a good result that, that has a positive impact on the community ultimately uh, because you're preventing a duplication of efforts. Um, otherwise, people tend to, uh, quote unquote, invent a lot mm -hmm. of similar ideas. <laughs> and uh, that's not ultimately as beneficial to the community. Yeah. Uh, you probably know that's one of the reasons why I'm so passionate about Unite is I feel like it helps us steward all that good energy, um, the resources in whatever form they come that, that are helping our neighbors flourish and being the hands and feet of Jesus and all that. So 
I really appreciate that. And I love that you've gotten that perspective and, and seen just how beautiful it is to let all the different sectors kind of play their role in flourishing and for the church really to come alongside our people and help them find a place to jump in to that because it's it's really powerful if all of us were to figure out how God created us and where he would like us to insert ourselves into this bigger picture this bigger ecosystem and really just make the most of it I think our our cities our communities would look very different our families would look very different so I'm excited I'm excited about where we are right now as a metroplex. I think there's a lot to work with. I think we have a lot of young people who are looking for opportunities. Really, I think people have seen the disruption. We've all felt kind of the, the economic pinch, whether it's from COVID itself or, uh, you know, the other things that are causing inflation and, and things like that. So I think we're at a, at a place where people are looking for those ways to contribute to flourishing of others. Um, and really everybody can be a contributor. So I am excited to have you on whatever part of this journey you're going to be on. I know, you know, we don't know what your future holds. And I think that's where we need to kind of leave your story is you don't know how your story is going to end and how these wonderful twists and turns are going to kind of resolve themselves. But anything else you want to say before we say goodbye for the day? I guess just reasserting that encouragement to, to go out and, and be Jesus to people and love people well. That's uh, something that is sometimes simple to execute, but mm -hmm. profound in its impact. So I'd encourage people to continue to think through how they can do that every day. Okay, wonderful. Well, thank you very much again for being with us and for telling your story. Um, I'm a fan of it. <laughs> I'm not objective, though. I'm, I'm a bit biased, but it's been fun to watch God kind of take you on this journey. So I'm glad we're getting to share it with others. And I think even the people that you've known and met through the last couple of years will enjoy hearing this part because I don't think they've most of them probably haven't heard it in this way. So thanks again for that. And maybe we'll see you back soon and you can tell us the next steps in your journey. That would be great. We want every community in DFW to have a group of Christians taking responsibility for its well-being. Visit our public facing website at unite-dfw.org where you can find training, serving, and giving opportunities near you. If you're a church or organization leader, visit us at unitethechurch.org to sign up for our e-news, find upcoming events, or to join a network of peers. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Until next time, have a blessed day.